Yo, yo, this your boy Ron, and welcome to the Slinging Stone Podcast. I gather some of my best buds to sit down and have some great conversation. Nothing's going to be off limits, so stay tuned and like and subscribe. Yo, 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 welcome to Sling and Stone Podcast. <laughs> welcome. Hey, welcome. I, we got a new theme music. Like, I, hey, I'm Trying feeling good. Trying I don't know what I'm out. feeling about the new theme music. Because you can't hear it, that's why. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> <laughs> only Just, midget. You need to agree to this. It's only, yeah, it's the only <laughs> VIP people that get to the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, that's we it. got another special guest. I'm back. I'll introduce right. myself. I'm back. You introduce yourself. Go ahead. <laughs> Loud and proud. You know, you know what they say? You never feed straight cats. They always come back. <laughs> <laughs> we gave him a coffee. We can't get rid of him. Yeah, he's here. <laughs> Bustello, that's it. And the mosquitoes. <laughs> you can swap all you want. One of them things keep coming back. I'm like bro, man, from the fifth floor. <laughs> from the fifth floor. Wow. <laughs> you see how he walked in. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm hungry. Wow. Oh. Welcome, Pastor Mario. Oh, Welcome thank you, back. Gersh, thank you. Thank you. These guys Great are to hating. Be back. <laughs> This is when I need that wah, wah, wah. Oh, is that what it is? Oh, man. You don't have that one on there? No, I'm going to get it. So oh. today's topic, uh, it's a serious one. Yeah. Um, we want to talk about something that's um, that's real. Uh, this depression. time of year, too. Yeah. Absolutely. Depression. Yeah. It's uh, Man, it's it's crazy the, the amount of people, and we kind of touched on this a little bit earlier, but the amount of people that experience depression during this time of year is... is ridiculous um, i know statistically i don't even know i can look that up um statistically what the numbers are but man for some people it's such a joyous time of the year and for other people it's just such a sad time of the year mm. um and you know me personally i've had friends that have kind of gone through that as well um you know whether that it's the reason that they're sad is maybe not having enough money to buy gifts or gosh maybe even not able to pay the bills or mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. It's it's. I don't know where the depression comes from. Um, you know, specifically, but either way, it's an epidemic, and and uh, we gotta we gotta kind of talk about how to get out of this you know situation. Yeah, and it's it's it's. I think that's key. Was uh, recognizing that it's a real thing. It's Absolutely. happening here with whether you're in the church or out the church. Yeah, everyone can be touched by this here. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I thought I had the statistics before, but I was either one in four, one in five. I could be one wrong. in ten. One in ten. One in ten. One, one in five was something else that I was, I was researching. Nearly ten percent. Yeah. So you think about you sitting in a room with sixty people. You got six people that are depressed in there. Wow. You got six people that are depressed, and a lot of times you don't know. Yeah. You don't know, um, but it has to be, I guess, normalized. The talks about it, so people mm-hmm. that don't show or tell you that they're depressed, they feel comfortable to share. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's it's that stigma that it comes with with anything that has to go with brain health. Yeah, um, it's yep. a stigma. You nobody wants to say, "Hey, something's wrong with me." I'm not okay. Yeah, because then you get people looking at them. Oh, that person's a little crazy. Or oh, well, watch out for that yeah, person. Right they, they're bipolar or this and that. And the fact is that we all, you guys heard me say this before. We're all just one tragedy away from losing control of our minds. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. No, that's that's real because. Think, think about even us as, you know, like Christian men, you know, there's, there's this idea to where, and you know, that's part of what this podcast is about. There's this idea to where we are supposed to have it together at all, all together. time, mm-hmm. you know, and for somebody, how often 
do you reach out to a brother or, you know, even uh, reach out to a sister and be like, Hey, how's everything going? They're like, I'm all right. You know, and that's just the universal answer. You know, yeah. there's so much that could be mm-hmm. hidden behind that answer. I think that we need to, to, to break that, that uh, stigma um, and start being more transparent with our brothers and sisters. Yeah. And know? I think part of it too, when we ask that question, are you all right? We got to make sure that we really mean, that we're checking on you because sometimes we're all guilty i'm guilty hey how you doing you really don't want to hear what they what they want to say sometimes people say hey i'm i'm okay but sometimes they'll hear somebody you know what i'm having a rough day were you prepared to take that did you you know because you're opening yourself up yeah and we're telling other people we want you to be honest with us so when i ask you are you okay that means i'm prepared at this moment to take time to listen to you yeah no this is a, a for me this is also the dangerous part to this is so a lot of times we um you come up with something physical, you know, um but to you let it whatever it is physically, you know, let, I don't know whatever stomach ache or whatever physical pain you you kind of put that off until it gets to a point where you can physic you can't physically deal with that pain no more. Oh, yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. But I think the mental thing is there's no limit to that. To where you're gonna be like, okay, now I need help. No, once you're the, to that point, it's it's up to others to re- recognize that part. That's the dangerous part. Yeah, and no, and you're absolutely right because um, we're we're looking at some teachings um, on this, and a lot of the time, the mental health part of it is not recognized until that person's already in crisis, in crisis mode. Yeah, yeah. You know, to where they're, they're, they have no other way out of it <clears throat> except for what they think is, you know, maybe the way out, you know. Um, and it's funny, too, because, well, it's not funny. It's, it's scary because of the fact that, you know, me being ex-military, like, there's a, there's a time period in my life where all of these brothers that were in my unit felt so depressed and so like there's no other option that they were just committing suicide left and right, mm-hmm. you know? And it's funny because I, I, I think we ended up looking at the, the statistic to where in a lot of these cases of people that are thinking about possibly committing suicide, all something that changed the, the atmosphere was just saying, Hey, are you thinking about killing yourself? Hey, are you thinking about causing bodily harm to yourself? You know, I'm going to be completely transparent now. My wife, I was having a conversation with her the other day, and we just so happened to be talking about, you know, PTSD and and um, you know the 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 suicide rate that comes from you know being in the military and and all that. And she stopped really quickly because of the fact that she's like, you know, gosh. Hun, are you are you okay? Have you ever thought about hurting mm. yourself? And of course, I'm like, no, babe, I'm fine. Like that, I, no, get out of here. Like that's that's yeah. ridiculous. I don't even think about that. But all it took was her to have that that moment of just stopping and going, "Hey, like I love you. Are are you okay? You know, because you you act like you've got it, you know, together. But are you okay? Like, is everything good? And it just led into another conversation on like, yeah, why I'm good, you know. Um, and obviously, you know, Jesus is at the forefront of that. But um, I think all it takes, especially with with um, depression, with suicide, with everything that kind of comes in that whole scenario, is us reaching out and really digging into people and being like, hey, man, like I love you enough to be like, are you really okay? Like, can we have that conversation? You know, that's, that's good. Um, and I, and when we talk about depression and mental health, 
when you hear mental, the first thing, first couple of letters is men. Uh, men don't like to express themselves when they're going through certain situations because mm -hmm. yeah. we're taught to bottle this stuff in. And I think that's where most people fall into depression because they don't know how to release. They don't know how to express themselves. Um, and it's it's bad because I'm thinking about my community. If if you showed a sign of weakness, that's where you were made fun of. And you're and a punk. You're a punk. Yeah, yeah. You can't. No, man. Suck that up. Like, I'm five years old and I don't know. Weakness, like showing emotion. Exactly. Yeah. I'm not taught how to mm -hmm. express myself. Hmm. And now in my later years, I'm a 30 plus year old man that don't know how mm -hmm. to express himself because of the trauma of, hey, you can't cry. You can't be weak. You can't do this. You can't do this. And I'm just like, what can I do? And then you start to replay this stuff in your head. And you're like, that's how you become depressed. That's how you have mental yeah. issues because guys don't know how to release this stuff. And I was speaking from my point of view because I've been depressed before and I didn't know how to get out of that rut. Mm -hmm. I didn't know. I'm like, who can I go talk to about this stuff? Like, if I tell this person, are they going to look at me differently? And I just needed, I just needed to release it. Just like, hey, man, this is what I'm battling with. I don't know how to get rid of this feeling, this sensation. And and can I just have a conversation? Before it explodes into Be rage. Yeah, before. Yeah. And, and all the time, that's what it exploded to. Yeah. I just got angry. like, mm -hmm. And I just wanted to, you know, hurt people and all that other stuff because I didn't know how to release it. Um, and it's it's getting to the point to where I'm talking about just the black community to where it's okay to reach out and have a therapist. Like that's that's cool. Now that's the cool thing. Or a friend. Like, like you, somebody to talk to. Yeah, exactly. So we we have to open it's like you said, Pastor Mar, you have to open up that gate to where like, look, you can come on in and holler at me. Like, yeah, are you okay? Like let's mm. really dissect that. It's 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 good to have open dialogue about stuff like that because when you create that safe haven Man, you can save lives, man. Absolutely. Yeah. You can save yeah. a lot of people just by giving them a place to vent. Yeah. And it's and they just want somebody to listen. Yep. Like, okay, I'm I'm battling this. Like, just listen to me. Yeah. Because the outside world, if I tell this to the outside world, if I post it on social media, I'm like, ha, ah, you're gonna laugh at me. I'm you this, mm -hmm. you this, you that. No, I'm just I'm a human being dealing with emotions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Absolutely. That I don't know how to re release and and it's frustrating at times. When you get to that point to like, man, like I have so much inside of me. I don't know what to do. My yeah. life is in a routine. My family's kind of falling apart. Financial, I can't, I can't do this. I can't do that. And as men, we have to deal with all this yeah. on top of being a father, on yeah. top of, you know, leading, on top of all this other stuff compiles onto this, this man and this, this person is just like, deal with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Figure it out. Yeah. And this is like, what? What do you expect to happen? Yeah. <laughs> what do you expect to happen to this person? Nobody wants to listen to me? Well, I think I'll be better off not being here then. Wow. I don't have to deal with this stuff no more. Yeah. You guys can take it on, be good, not knowing that they're hurting everybody around them. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like it's conversations that needs to be had. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And it has to be a situation to where it's like intentional. Intentional and it's no judge zone. Yeah. No judging, no nothing. Like this is how we gotta release as men. We got to get this stuff out, man. Seriously. Yeah, and a lot of the a lot of the times, really quickly too. I, I like what you ended up saying. A lot of the time, the people that need to get this stuff out, they don't need an answer because sometimes they just need to speak it just out loud, it. Yeah. and they're gonna yeah. they're gonna realize their own answer. You exactly. know, they're gonna realize that you know, because a lot of the times, and and as a listener, we have to be so 
careful with what we say in return to somebody who's venting to us, you know, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. For me, the answer is always, you know, I'm, I'm going to pray about it. We're going to pray about it. We're going to look into scripture. We're going to do all that. But the first key step is just listen, just listen because they need to release it out of their mouth before they explode, you mm-hmm. know? So, well, so one thing also is, because I see this a lot on social media when they go check in, oh, check no. in, check yeah, in. Yeah. And, I, and I think to myself, you know, when I go through, I, I'm not going to say I've been, I, at least I don't think I've been depressed. I would, I think I would know that, you know, you had your, I've had sad moments. Sad moments right. I, I don't think I've ever had depression, but just speaking on the moments where a lo- I, I might have a lost one, mm-hmm. lost just just feeling like I, I could turn to someone and speak to someone. Not necessarily because someone came up to me and said, hey, man, are you good? You need anything? Okay, boom, and, keep it, and, and kept it moving. You know, like, like you said, you have to be intentional with it. You have to, I don't want to feel like I'm getting checked up on because, you know, someone told you to check up on me. Or you make it that obvious, you're like, just checking up on you. Are you good? Yeah, you know, and you go about your business. You know what I mean? So... For me, it's it's um, not necessarily for me. Checking up is just always being there. You, you can an see you can see the signs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can very easily see the signs. Yeah. I mean, I'm 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 looking through right now on on some of these, and I'm not gonna go through all of them, but I'll be briefer. To like feeling sad or having a depressed mood, um, loss of interest or, or pleasure in activities once enjoyed. That's vague because. There's moments where I don't feel like I, I don't want to go outside. That doesn't mean I'm in a depression, but you know, here it says the symptoms can vary from mild to severe. Mm-hmm. So you can, I think it's more of a checkpoint. You know, if somebody fills in a lot of these, you can be like, okay, maybe yeah. that person might need, might need, uh, you know, someone to hear them out. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily like you just you nailed it. Not necessarily for me to go. It, it costs you nothing to just sit there listen. and really listen to someone That's and exactly. see what they're about. It costs you nothing mm-hmm. but time, which is valuable, of course. But what better way to spend your time saving somebody's life? Saving someone's life. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And being that ear, and it's that simple. Yeah. It's not necessarily a a Facebook post or or checking up on your strongest like they like I read. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's more like following up with one you care for. Yeah. People you care about, yeah, and that you care to put in that time, yeah, you know, it's yeah. important. I think, uh, you know, and Pastor Mario, you've been talking uh, with me about this, and maybe a few other people too. But like, mental health, man, is real, and that's kind of like in that whole kind of category. And we're so quick when we have an issue, um, you know, we're not feeling good. We're something. There's, you know, high blood pressure, whatever the case is. We go and get ourselves checked out and get ourselves fixed there. Um, but there's a lot of the time that we don't do that when it comes to our, our mental health, our mental status, you know, we don't go and get it checked up. We just wait until it's to this breaking point. And then we're like, oh my gosh, I need help, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, so that's just kind of, yeah. And, um, I'm gonna do a little church plug right here. There you go. Uh, Reflection Church Orlando. Uh, we are. Yeah, yeah. We're about to. That's what these all of us. We all congregate and worship and praise our God and serve yep. and strapping each other up. But uh, we are at. It's very very soon. We're right now in the works of building a foundation to be able to be in a position to help people out with this with this topic here. Not saying we're experts, 
uh, we're just going to say we do care. And do care. We, are, we are equipping ourselves to be able to at least help people out. And what we're seeing is that there is a stigma. Yep. So we want to change the language from mental health to brain health. Yep. Because if you talk about your physical body, you know, like you said, if you if you want to lose weight, you're like, all right, who's, who doesn't want to uh, be in better shape? Yep. You know, especially now, beginning of the year, you know, we want to be, in, everybody's hitting the gym and all that stuff. But you can hit the gym all you want, but if your mind hasn't, hasn't, trans, hasn't gotten to a point where this is what I really want, yeah. it sounds good in theory, but it's, into, it's in your mind. Yep. Until you make up your mind and say, this is what I want to do. You're never going to land at the place where your mind is not at, you know? Yeah. So saying that is if your heart was failing you, you go to the doctor yep. and they're going to do a scan first to see what's going on in there. If your kidneys are failing you, they're going to scan. Um, any organ in your body, if it's failing you, is they're going to scan to see, get an image of it. But when it comes to the brain, they just label it mental health and prescribe things. Mm-hmm. They don't get in there and scan it to see exactly what's going on. So if you don't even know what's going on in there, how can you just diagnose people with whatever it is? It could be a simple fix. Mm-hmm. It could be a long-term fix. But there's, there's, there's ways to prepare or put a plan together to get people in better brain health. But if you don't know what's going on, so part of it is, is, is the system that we're in. Yeah. It is straight up. It's a money-making system. Um, and unfortunately, it also costs a lot of money to go see a psychiatrist or a yeah. therapist and all that stuff. Yeah. And a lot of times, people don't get help until there's a complete meltdown. Yeah. There might be signs. There might be some, you know, some some indications of something's off. But people don't go anywhere because one, they can't afford it, and two, there are no professionals at that beginning stages. There's not really a lot of help at the beginning stages. It's always critical stages. Then now somebody comes in. Mm-hmm. So we want to be a place where we can talk about it. Yep. You can come in here. We're going to have small groups where we can go from PTSD, from war veterans to, to rape victims. You name it across the board. We're going to have a group eventually throughout the year. We're going to start rolling out different groups yep. to where people can come here, land, and talk about some things. Um, and if we don't have the resources or we don't have the certifications we'll we're not the, the professionals on that mm-hmm. we're gonna send you somewhere so that's coming along so if you're in the Orlando area or if you just, not even the Orlando area you know um, email slingingstone at slingingstone at gmail we'll give you the information gmail. to you guys yeah. uh, even if it's just if you're out of state even if it's just somebody to talk to on the phone uh, we we'll do that we wanna listen yeah Facts. we wanna hear things that are going on you know and something else too I ended up hearing this Gosh. All right. So I hear so many people who come to, and not us, you know, but other churches, other situations, and this isn't me bad-mouthing any other organization. This is more so me just telling, um, you know, fellow Christians that, hey, we got to wake up with these type of situations. Mm-hmm. How many times have people come up to us with issues or come up to us with problems, and we just sit there and say, hey, you need to pray harder. Yeah, we'll pray on it. We'll yeah. pray on it. We'll, we'll, and don't get me wrong. Jesus, Jesus is miraculous. He's wonderful. His glory will show. But by us saying that, we're kind of pushing people away, mm-hmm. saying, uh, you want to know something? We're going to pray about it, and, and it'll be handled in some way or form. And if it doesn't ha- get handled, maybe it wasn't supposed to get handled. That was God's will. Yeah, God's will. <laughs> yeah. Like, how gross is that? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So that's why we're actively taking this we're 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 taking the bull by the horns and we're we're addressing the issue at hand. So you know, I like that. 
you're telling somebody to go pray that probably don't know how to pray. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. So yeah. And, and we wow. tell them too, you just got to have faith. You have to have more faith. What is faith? Yeah. Like, yeah. You, that's just like, okay, you're not helping me either. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you're pushing me off pushing on somebody, somebody else. Away. Yeah. Right. And let me tie that in real quick because it says the word says, you know, faith is a substance of things hoped for, hope for. the evidence of things not seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People in depression can't see past that moment they're in. Yeah, because they're in crisis. Like so you're right not going to tell somebody you have to have faith for something you can't even see when right now what I'm seeing in front of me doesn't allow me to see past this very second. That's right, man. So you can't use those things like that. Yeah, you pray for them, but yeah. don't tell them because then they're going to feel like I'm not equipped to do that. Well, I don't love God. You know, like the way you love God, God yeah. answers you, but he doesn't answer me. So now you start comparing your life to somebody else's I'm life. I'm not worthy yeah. of, yeah. Correct, correct. Wow. So God is the answer, but you know, we got to be very wise in how to help people out with yep. it and eventually get them to a place where they develop their identity in Christ. Because I think once you have your identity, it makes it a lot easier to go through moments where you could fall into depression. That's right. Um, I thank God. I don't, I, I don't feel like I've ever hit a time where I was depressed, mm-hmm. and um, but I know it's real. It is real. And I can I have empathy with people who have gone through that. It's affected my family directly through a loved one who I've seen go through those things. Mm-hmm. So I know it's, a very, it's very, very real. Um, I've seen this person go through it twice. Same incidents, two different times. Um, the first time, not really deep into the things of Christ, went through a tough depression. Second time around, a loss in the family. Now they got through it because they rooted in Christ. That's good. So we want to, like I said, again, we want to help. Whether you're a believer, non-believer, just recently believing, been believing for all your life, but just, you know, need that, that person to come alongside of you to help you out with anything, again, please reach out. Yeah. The care team at Reflection Church brought to you by uh, Sling and Stone. I want to also um, mention to be very careful with being the one who's stepping up and trying to help someone yes. in, in the you know that's in, that's going through depression. You're entering their world in a sense. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know you have to be very understanding with that because not everyone is equipped for something like that. Um, What's well, a spiritual battle at the end of the day? Too. And if you're not ready to deal with it, you mm-hmm. need to. It's okay to say, "Hey, man, I know someone who can help you." Yep. It's okay to. I don't want to say pass that over, but it's okay to find someone that's that is able to fight that, help that person fight that battle. Yeah, it's not. It doesn't have to be you. Per, if you, because you could do more damage. Yeah. Than helping if you don't know what yeah. you're doing. If you just want to go in there and say, "I'm going to help this person." Yeah. And you're not really mentally equipped to do so. You're going to cause more damage mm-hmm. um, than you know than they're not. I want to also read something that I was reading on the um, internet. It says depression can can occur at any time, but on average, first appears during the late teens to mid twenties. Mm-hmm. Women are more likely than men to experience the depression. Yeah, and that's. That's scary because as men leading, as, as men, we're, we're leading the house. We need to make sure that and be very vigilant that we're not going to be, we're not going to or be a part of a cause of, of directing, uh, you know, affecting our wives or our mm-hmm. daughters. Yeah, absolutely. Anyone, but I'm saying statistically the women are more, you know, yeah. likely to fall into depression. So we want to make sure that we... You know, we we're leading the right way as well, yeah. and 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 by that I mean I don't just mean 
have God in your center. That's a get, that's a given. You have to have that. Yep. But um, like Pastor Mario said, it, it's it's I I say it this way: when you have God in your center, that's that's the that's the best start you can do. Mm-hmm. But there's still work to be done Absolutely. on your end. Absolutely, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, you don't just like like Brother Ron said, you don't just sit there and go, I pray for you. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, prayer. You know. Prayer's great. Prayer's, Prayer's wonderful. Awesome. Yeah. But yeah. you again, you have to put in that work or find someone that can help that person. Yeah. Again, it doesn't have to be you. You don't, don't feel like you have to go in there and say, I have to figure this out. Yeah. You know, and this is why it's it's very important to connect with yeah. other brothers and sisters that, you know, are are in that mindset. Agree. Yeah, no, and you know, to to go to a different area with it, you know, we were talking about the fact that at the end of the day, it's a spiritual battle, right? The spiritual battle is taking place. This depression, the depression is actually meant to throw you off of what your beloved identity is. And we've Mm -hmm. talked about this before. Mm -hmm. Your identity is so key. Look at, you know, what, what the, uh, the devil did to Jesus. The first thing I tried to do is throw him off of his beloved identity. You You know, it is such a key factor that these, individuals who are feeling depressed feeling sad feeling like they just how loved they are by jesus how loved they are by jesus and i know that you know maybe not somebody who's not a christian can't fathom that you know concept you know until maybe you speak to them about the lord or whatever but those of you who are in the christian community who are feeling depressed who are feeling this angst who are feeling Please know that you are so loved. You are so loved by Jesus. That's right. You know, um, and that this depression is just alive. The enemy to throw you off, throw you away yeah. from your beloved yeah. identity. You know. So let me let me also touch this. It's important because again, I don't think I've ever been in like like you said, Mara, mm-hmm. in, in the depression. I don't know if but when you lose someone in that quick moment, it could yeah. be a quick depression. You know, you, you're, mm-hmm. you're feeling that loss. When I lost my father, mm-hmm. I wasn't in my walk when I lost my father. I had someone come up to me and said, let me pray for you. And they prayed for me. And I felt nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that might as well not even happen. Because if I'm not understanding, like Ron said, Brother Ron, if I don't understand the prayer, if I don't understand, you're not speaking my language at that time. I, I, I can't understand what you're, you, you know, I, there's nothing for me to identify what, what, what you're doing right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm on my walk, of course, the prayer's good. And of course, by all means, but I'm saying like, we have to be, when, when this is why I said it's very, it's, it's so borderline when you're dealing with someone with, with depression because you gotta you gotta be make sure you're mentally there because the answer is not I pray for you. Right. The answer can't just that's not gonna be the answer, and then you're just gonna move on and say, well, I pray for the person. Mm-hmm. None else I can do. You know what I mean? If that's your mindset, then you then the, the right thing to do is find someone that can go in there and put that work in for that person. Yeah, I think the best thing you could do is keep yourself prayed up. Yeah, keep yourself Full prayed armor. up and right. and. and Use, again, a lot of wisdom, so you're going to get guidance and direction through the Holy Spirit by being in prayer. But we have to be careful with that, because what if the reason why this person, they re- they're they depressed, and they might be blaming God for why they're in that depression. 
So now you come into them and saying, I'll pray for you, but hold on, you're praying to the one I'm mad at right now? Yeah. 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 I don't want to Like, I reject that. Yeah, already. it could be a loss of a family member, yeah. you know, and they're blaming God for that, or loss of a job, loss of anything, and, and they're blaming God for this. God, why'd you allow this to happen? And here you come all, you know. I got the answer. Yeah, okay, hey, let's get this pray. Hold you know? on. He's the one that did this. Oh, yeah, to, yeah. We know that's not the way it is, right, but right. for somebody, they can be like, that's, he's the reason. I'm going to pray to him. Yep. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I've been praying for him what, forever, and then this still happened to me. You know, so you got to be real careful with those things. This is why it's important to have a relationship with that person already. Yeah, right. You know, or, or build it first before we start getting into those things. And those start walking it or with listen. Yeah. Just listen. That's if you don't have the answer, listen. That's like, the majority. Like, man, that's just just to have someone to speak to. Listen, you're paying a, a therapist to do the same thing. Just to listen. Exactly. Just to listen. You're yeah. paying mm-hmm. this crazy amount of money for someone to go, tell me more. Tell me more. <laughs> tell me more. <laughs> what about that's that? Right. Huh. Why didn't they go into that field? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. How did they make that happen? Yeah, field? you're paying all that money. I can like, swear to that profession. I can listen. All day? No, you, Especially no, what they're charging now. It's crazy. $29.95. No, you, a minute. $29.95. You try, you try to give too much advice. <laughs> I don't want to say nothing. Just you, and, you and Uncle Teddy. And true story, <laughs> Uncle Teddy. True story, I'm not going to name names. Uh, I was one time talking to this brother who was crying because um, he has lost... Um, some family members, like, back-to-back, back, like, lost mom and dad within a year. Mm-hmm. And it was just me and him having one-on-one conversation. And here comes his other brother who comes walking in and just starts talking to him. I'm like, you didn't even get why he's even crying right now. You're just pouring into him, and you know, this and that. And he meant well. He meant well. But this brother, I didn't say a word. He was just letting it yeah, out. Yeah, venting out. I just need to Release, listen. Just, yeah. And that's what we have to do. We have to be, become better listeners. Yep. And I'm talking about being intentional with our listening. Yep. Because yeah. you know somebody, you're talking to somebody, but they're not there. Yeah. And we've done it too. When somebody's just yeah. talking and you're like somewhere else. They think about dinner. I do it with Jimmy all the time. <laughs> yeah, do it with Jimmy all the time. <laughs> Me too. You guys do it to each other. <laughs> That's true. That's true. No, you're right. I, I think that it has to be, like you said, it has to be intentional and purposeful yeah. when you're sitting there listening to these individuals. Like the only reason I am here right now is to listen to what it is that you have to say. Yeah, I'm here for you. Because people can read that if you're not yeah, fully focused yeah, on them. You yeah. know? And what people are saying, when they're venting out to you, without them knowing, what they're really saying is, locate me. Mm. I'm, showing, wow. I'm giving you my location. Wow. Where I'm at right now. And if you can locate somebody, you can help them. Wow. But if you don't know where they're at, you know, it's like uh, the flare guns, you know, when somebody's lost somewhere and they showed up a flare and it locates them. Okay, now I can go get you. I can rescue you now. Mm-hmm. But if I don't know where you're at, I cannot rescue you. That's good. You know? And that only That's comes good. from listening. Correct, correct, wow. correct. And I know we're getting short on time, but I want to leave this nugget real quick if I can. Um, this is a, a pastor, my, uh, my pastor. He actually said this, but it was a, a statistic that he found somewhere else because um, science says that once you have a, a thought, if you don't get rid of it within 30 seconds, it turns into an emotion, a feeling. Mm, cast it out. So, yeah. So, if it's not a thought of God, if it's not a good thought, it becomes a feeling, and then feeling turns into depression. Wow. So, if you can catch it with those 30 seconds, you won't fall into a depression. Wow. If you're already falling into a depression, you're going to constantly have those feelings and those thoughts in your mind. So, now you got to replace that that thought. Wow. It's not going to be easy, but once you start replacing that thought, once you have that thought, let's just be honest, a thought of suicide, change it. Change, change it. it within those 30 seconds change it because the more you get stronger in that feeling and that emotion the closer you are to actually play that emotion out wow. uh, i know you said something that will come out as anger yeah. the thought will come in 30 seconds later now you're feeling angry mm-hmm. and the more you exercise yourself in that you start 
lashing out on people, um, whether it's just angry verbally or physically. So I think that's what happens a lot too in domestic violence and things like that. It's yeah. just a thought first, and something triggers that emotion, and then boom, person is throwing hands. You know. Yeah. So it's very important. That, that's why the Bible says, you know, capture, capture Get every every thought, capture it. Because once you start, well, you got thirty seconds, man. <laughs> don't, don't and don't play with it. Don't get to twenty nine point nine. Yeah, right. Yeah, I've done it now. <laughs> Let me hold on to this thought for that little bit. Yeah. Oh, okay, now I can cast it. Nothing. We all been there before. All of a sudden, you just having a good old time. You are driving or something. All of a sudden, a thought comes in. A dark thought comes in your mind. You're like, hold on, where'd that come from? Wait, yeah. Uh, you got thirty seconds before you know. Before get rid of it. Starts, gets attached to your emotions. That's so. good, man. This is good, man. I I truly hope that if this nothing, if nothing else, that this. This helps someone and and let and uh, yeah, let everyone so. know that you know you're not alone. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You know, it's important. Hope it opens up the conversation. You know, for absolutely. people to feel comfortable, start absolutely. talking. Absolutely. If you guys have anything that you want to say, um, please email us at slingandstonepodcast at gmail dot com. Uh, look for us on all of the. Uh, the podcast platforms we're on everything and then also check us out on instagram facebook and tiktok y'all have a great night god bless god bless have a good one guys thank you for listening to the sling and stone podcast if you like what you heard definitely hit that subscribe button also follow us on social media tiktok instagram and facebook at Sling and Stone. Don't forget, hit the subscribe button. Let's go.